The truth of the matter is that Canadians increasingly are having difficulty closing their eyes and getting some shut-eye. I don't know about your personal experience, and especially over the last 18 months or so, pre-pandy, post-pandy, pandy, pandy how, how's it going for you? I is the truth of the matter that you can't... I can't sleep. I, is it... Are you, are you like me? You know who? I, I have two teenagers in my house. And I just, I, did the envy I have at the ease at which they sleep. They just, they're like cats. They just sleep forever. And I think back to the time in my life when that was true. There's a I new report. Uh, thank you. <laughs> There's a new report out. And this one, this one jumped right out at me. Uh, and it's it's kind of one of these ridiculous reports, but yet I think says a lot in the same time. It comes out of this uh, UK uh, study, Mornings. It's some guide to mattresses. It's not important. But basically they went through Twitter and they figured out which which city in this country complains more about sleeping when it comes to Twitter. Like people getting on Twitter and saying... I can't sleep. Like, how, how many times do people do that? Number one in the country, Vancouver. You think they're all chilled out? No, they're up all night. Number two, Toronto. We're to- Toronto, number two, Montreal, Ottawa, Edmonton, down the list. So what's going on with sleeping? We don't screw around on the Alan Carter radio program. We get the big guests. We go to the doctors. We go to the people with the plaques on the wall. Dr. Atul Kolar is a medical director at the Northern Alberta Sleep Clinic and an associate clinical professor at the University of Alberta. Doctor, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Alan. How are you today? Well, I'll I'll tell you this for for truth. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you noticed, what's the change been since the pandemic in Canadian sleep problems? Yeah, no, there's been definitely a couple studies showing that it's just globally worsened. Now there's the odd person who is working shifts or, you know, having to spend a lot of time on the 401 in the morning. You know, I lived in Toronto for a couple of years uh, that can work from home and his sleep has improved. But generally, on average, people are staying up later, uh, but not sleeping in as much, sleeping through the day more. And of course, there's the ubiquitous uh, pandemic stressors of all different forms from all different people. Um, Yes. And obviously, you know, the stress has come in many different ways and forms for depending on your experience in in the pandemic. Is there just a low level anxiety about the pandemic that pervades? Yeah, it can be anxiety, can be not knowing if your kids are going to school, can be, you know, you know, doom scrolling, you know, as I think we all do, you know, uh, seeing what the media has thrown up, you know, this end of one, this story or that story, it's just, uh, it can be pretty overwhelming. And so that's one chunk. The second chunk is just point blank, you know, um, you may have some financial stress, you may work in the hospitality business, you may not know where your next paycheck's coming from, you may be awaiting um, medical care, like for cancer or something like that, that's been shelved with the pandemic. So it, it just goes all throughout and it all ends up washing out in a lot of people's sleep. Hmm. Now, you know, I, I, a couple of the key tips that I keep hearing time and time again is, is just keep that phone out of the bedroom. Uh, would you say that that's an important tip? 
I think it is. You know, I think that is one of the key ones. It's not the only one, but it's a starting point, right? Um, and because if you're not sleeping well, that's just going to make it worse because it's not, there's some studies about maybe the blue light, but that's not really it. It's just how your brain gets activated when you start scrolling down Facebook or Instagram or Twitter as you know, the study would show, um, you know, you're kind of reinforcing that bad sleep habit by complaining about it on Twitter. <laughs> if you're up all night on Twitter complaining about sleep, that's probably a bad sign. Yeah, if the phone was in a different room, that's cool. That's probably that's a good sleep hygiene. And that's totally what some people may have done. But the phone's in the room and you're flipping and flopping and, you know, tweeting. You know, there could be a selection bias in the study that these were people who kept their phones in their rooms in these certain areas. Uh, Dr. Kalar, give me another uh, top line tip to help just, just help us all sleep a little better. I think a, a big one that people forget about, there's two that people, is not to lie awake in bed and get frustrated, is to get up, but go do something boring. And let's just try again when you get tired. The second one is to actually keep our rooms a little cooler than most people do. Um, our circadian body clock kind of likes it between 16 and about 20 degrees Celsius. You know, so that would actually also facilitate some sleep. Uh, those would be my two sort of behavioral tips. The other one is if you're not sleeping, you know, get it checked out with your doctor. Because if you're not sleeping, you know, it could be just not sleeping, but it's often the first sign of a number of other mental or medical health problems. Great tips. Doctor, thank you so much for your time today. No problem. Thank you, Alan. That is Dr. Atul Kolar, who is a medical director at the Northern Alberta Sleep clinic. How about you? You getting any shut-eye or are you suffer from the same thing that I do? I can't sleep. I can't. I can't sleep. Uh, the good doctor there, that final bit of advice is key. If, if you are like me and you can't sleep, you should go get it checked out. You should go get it checked out. I have. I, it doesn't mean I sleep any better, um, but now I, I know a lot of doctors. <laughs> That's that's that.